Yo, 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 what's going on? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 402 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. First and foremost, want to give a big shout out to my buddy Carl. Happy birthday, my man. Hope you had a fantastic day. I know you're listening to this the day after your birthday, but happy birthday, my man. At the time that I'm recording, this is still your birthday today. And I just want to wish you a happy birthday on the podcast. Carl is actually the guy who designed my logo for CEO Life. So uh, really, really awesome, man. Big, big shout outs to Carl. So this morning I got up and I was in a, a little bit of a fog. It was really challenging for me to focus and to think straight. As a matter of fact, on my call that I have my accountability partner as I'm on Zoom and he's talking to me. And I'm looking at him and I see his mouth moving and I hear words coming out and I'm just thinking, I hope he doesn't ask me a fucking question because I can't seem to fucking focus. But one thing that something really awesome had come out of that because for some reason, I don't know why I brought this up, but yesterday when I went down to Barnes and Noble I picked up this book called Measure What Matters. And the first page, the author talks about how in 1999, he took a chance for a company where he invested $11.8 million for 12% of a company called Google. And when I read that, I was like, whoa, who the hell is this guy? So I do some Googling, ironically, and I see that he's an investor in Amazon, Twitter, Intel, Netscape, amongst many others. And this guy's net worth is $11.5 billion. Now, the thing about this book is about setting setting effective goals like these really successful companies they all have a similar goal setting process that originated from a man named Andy Grove who had taken in made like was like one of the greatest CEOs for Intel of all time really just grew that company tremendously and he used what's called OKRs And this is the goal setting process, which stands for objectives and key results. So what's the objective? What is the one goal that the company is reaching for to obtain? And as long as everybody knows that goal and everybody knows, okay, this is what I'm working towards, then you're able to get everybody on the same page as long as they know why they're doing it and they have a sense of, Autonomy within that where your people in your company feel like, hey, I'm really contributing to that. And there's the how behind it, which are the key results. So, for example, Google, they or Google Chrome was like led by I forgot the the man's name, but in 2009. His goal, and I'm gonna mess these numbers up, all right? But you can you can watch the TED talk if you really want to have them like accurate. But let's say he wanted to have more users on Google Chrome, right? So in 2009, he wanted to have 
5 million users on Google Chrome. And he came up short. He only had 2 million. So the next year, he's like, you know what? I want to have 25 million people on Google Chrome. And he came in like at 21 million users on Google Chrome. So then he's like, all right, I'm going to shoot for, I forget. These numbers are skewed, by the way. 100 million users this time. And he gets like $109 million the next year. So he had clear a clear goal. We want this amount of users. And they had specific results that they had to achieve leading up to getting that. So, all right, you have that goal. What are the milestones, the things that we can measure, that we can really hit that would help us get there, right? So this reminds me of when I worked at LA Fitness. At the beginning of every month, we had a new sales goal. And it's like, all right, here's a sales goal in order for us to get to that. And in order for us to get to that, we need to make a very minimum of these amount of sales. And if as a team, we're able to get this amount of sales every day, we will hit our bonus for the month. And when the club bonuses, then, you know, we get rewarded handsomely through compensation and commission, right? So we all had something to shoot for and we always measured where are we at percentage wise like how close are we to go are we off do we need to make up do we need to move forward so we constantly measured all of the time and everybody was behind this mission we have to hit goal and i'll tell you what at places that i've worked at before where there wasn't as strong camaraderie and strong teamwork the goal was always ambiguous It was always make more money, but here's the challenge with that goal is when that goal is is just, we need to make more money. We never know what, how much money we're making for. And it's easy for an employer to say, make more money and make as much as possible. That's it. That's the goal. Make as much as possible. Well, I need to, I need to have something where I feel like all right, I'm getting there. Because if I feel like with each sale that I make is not enough, and I don't know what what is enough and what is not enough, then it's like, well, what am I even shooting for? I don't feel excited. How do I know, if I don't know what my goal is, how will I know if I accomplished it? I don't know, I need to know. So when I noticed that I wasn't on winning teams, it was typically the goal was like ambiguous. And there weren't any specific key results that we had to hit, right? Amongst other things, like the leaders leading the way um, or, yeah, like the teams that I was on where I was winning, the leader always led by example and was the best at their specific job. It was amazing. It's amazing. So I had told my accountability partner that I'm going to write out my OKRs 
He's like, all right, sounds good. So I'm going on about my day and I have an extremely productive morning. I mean, I crush like 80% of my work before noon. Before I even have my first meal of the day, I've been intermittent fasting. And I'm like, all right, I just, I just fucking crushed it. And then here's what's crazy. Here, you're going to hear a crazy story. This is insane. So when I was at War Room, I met this guy. His name is Sean. And I was telling Sean that I help young entrepreneurs. I teach them how to build relationships with seven to nine figure mentors. And he's like, oh man, that's really cool. And he says, you know, I really wanted to work with Lewis Howes closely and I was very strategic and I ended up being mentored and working for Lewis Howes for a couple of years. I was like, wow, that's really awesome. And he said, I wanted the same thing with Ty Lopez. I wanted to get closer with Ty Lopez and I was able to go to his house and we rolled and I broke my rib, you know, doing jujitsu with Ty at his house and his mansion. I'm like, wow, that's freaking crazy. He goes, I'd love to be on your podcast um, to talk about that. And I'm like, really cool. So we schedule it. It's going to be happening in six days from now. So I'm doing some research and he has the website on his Instagram. He has the domain name Sean.co. What a, what a domain to own. So I click it and it looks very familiar. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? Like I recognize this font. I recognize this layout. This looks very familiar. Several months ago, I started getting into copywriting. And I call one of my mentors and I say, hey, do you know of who I should listen to and follow when it comes to copywriting? And he goes, you have to check out this, this one guy. He is called Seven Figure Marketing. This guy's legit. This guy has amazing shit, like top, top level stuff. I was like, all right, sounds good. And then I'm on this guy's website and it's the same website that my mentor had recommended for me months ago. I was like, what? This is the same guy. This is that guy. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, I connected with that guy that my mentor is like swears by in terms of copywriting. Like, dude, that is so fucking cool. And then I think about it. The guy who writes sales copy for ClickFunnels on our break, I'm talking to Sean and the guy who writes copy for ClickFunnels, his name is Dean. And Dean comes up to talk to Sean. I'm like, oh, it seems like they're really cool guys, right? And then I had some context today. I'm like, wait a second. They're like super cool with each other because here's two elite level copywriters who are building a relationship with each other and are connecting with each other. I was like, ah, oh, wow, it all makes sense now. And the night before, I just was done. I was just having a conversation with Dean about childhood traumas and relationships and opening up more and mentorship. It was a beautiful, beautiful conversation. And I so I called my mentor today. I was like, hey, guess what? Like I connected with that guy, Sean, and blah, blah, blah. He's like, no way. Like that's really cool. And my mentor threw this opportunity my way where he's like, hey, I need a funnel built. And I'll give you 25% of all sales that are made from that funnel. Are you in? 
I was like, wow, that sounds awesome. I'd have to build a funnel and any money you make, I get 25% of that. And that made me really think because that put me in an interesting situation because today was my plan to write down my OKRs. What's my objective and what's my key results? And I had an idea in the back of my mind what I'm working on. And then I'm thinking, fuck, I want to do this. I really want to do this. I really want to do this. And in the back of my mind, I knew that what I'm doing with my business partner goes before everything. And it made me think of this quote that's at the beginning of the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller. Do you know which quote I'm talking about? It's on the very first, like you open the book, right away you see it. It says, the man who tries to catch two rabbits at once catches none. And that made me think like, damn, you know, um, in order for my event that I run with my business partner to be a success, that means that I have to put all of my focus towards that because we have a huge stretch goal for that. And if my objective is to get that, my key results have to have to have those milestones and those things, those milestones, those are going to take a lot of time and a lot of focus and a lot of energy. And I, if I want to hit the goal, if we want to hit the goal, it requires tremendous sacrifice from my end and her end, which she's putting in. And I'm thinking about my business at the same time, right? We have a partnership and I have my business. I'm thinking about my business. I'm thinking, fuck, I'm going to have to put my business, which I've been talking about and I've been super excited about. I'm going to have to put that on hold right now so I can make sure that we reach our goal that we're aiming for. So I can go all in on that. Because objectives is the objective is one thing that they're aiming for. It's one thing. And they set key results behind that. These companies didn't set like, oh, here's object this objective and then that objective and then that objective, and we're gonna have this objective. It's like, no, they have one thing that they're aiming towards, and they had to hit specific results that the team knew and went by. And it'd be ridiculous of me to think that I am above the goal setting process that Google has, that Twitter has, that Intel has, that Amazon has, these big companies who use this goal setting strategy, it would be ridiculous for me to think that I can do two different objectives and have key results for both of them and hit both of those goals. Does that make sense? So 
while I am engaging in the work that I am and with my own program that I offer, Total Freedom Now, which is you're able to take the actions that you really want to take and you want to do what you really want to do. Well, I'd love to work on that and sell that and really help people achieve their biggest dreams and goals right now. That's going to have to fall on the back burner until after I do my event with my business partner, which I actually think will work out even better. I think it'll work out even better because by then I'll be living in London and I'll have even more proof and results of what I've been able to do for myself. And um, it'll make our event much more of a success. I'll be much less distracted. I'll have to deal with much less headaches with my thing. And I can really go all in and we can go all in together. So that was powerful. And it sucks. It really hurts like to say no to certain things that you really want to do. But I don't have all the time in the world. I think there's a quote in here in that book, uh, Measure What Matters. I believe it was Steve Jobs who said, if you want to make a huge difference, and I think I'm going to butcher this, right? But the message is that is there, right? If you want to make a huge difference and you want to really accomplish what you want to do, that means you have to say no to a thousand other things. So wasn't easy, right? Wasn't easy, but... I got a lot of clarity and that's a good thing. And that's the thing that's difficult about sharing something every single day. Cause like on one day I'm like, Oh, super excited. I got this thing. It's like, okay, well I'm not working on that right now so much. I got to work on this. And, but it's like, this is the truth, right? Like this is how things are. Like I'm not a perfect person. I find, figure things out as I go along and I relearn lessons as I go along and you know, this book just kind of came into my life at the perfect time. And sometimes it's not about relearning new lessons. It's about just revisiting old lessons that are effective that you just haven't applied. And I'm glad that I caught this so early on because again, the person who chases two rabbits catches none. So there's that, right? And um, to, to to end today, I created my um, OKRs for the event and um, I'm going to go over that with my business partner and say, all right, like, hey, like work through the, the, the key results and then everything like that. We, we have the objective worked out, but the KRs, the key results, we'll talk that through. I created some, but I would like for us to be in full agreement of what the key results are need to be in order for us to get the goal that we want to hit. And lastly, yesterday was my one year anniversary of me podcasting every single day. Super, super awesome. Thank you for for listening and thank you for virtually clapping with me here. I reached out to Dean over at ClickFunnels and he's going to introduce me to the guy who runs the ClickFunnels podcast tomorrow morning and see if he can get me on the ClickFunnels podcast so I can talk about the journey of podcasting every single day and talking about, you know, going down to London and talking about connecting with successful people and the power of mentorship and um, hopefully we can get some more fans from that and some more people into the ecosystem and affect more lives. So I'm just unbelievably excited for what's on the horizon and what's to come. So fantastic day. 
tremendous clarity. I'm ready to finish up this other book that I'm reading called American Kingpin. I'm almost done. It's just, it got, it just got super fucking crazy. So anyway, with that being said, everybody, make it a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace.